Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Wanna join me? then you're in the right place. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. Holy shit. It is 2024. I cannot even believe that we're moving into yet another year. It is insane to me that this is actually the fourth year of this podcast. Um, And I just, first of all, I want to thank you so much for showing up and listening and supporting this. This has been, literally it started out as just a passion project and it has turned into something so much more beautiful. I mean, I think we're into like the hundred and like 68th episode or something. I'm not even 100% sure. It's just insane. And Going into this year, I really wanted to bring you as much value as I possibly can. And I wanted to start this January with a little like four part, three part, depends on how much I decide to talk in each episode, (laughs) um, series of helping you get your financial shit together. Because although I am not like the biggest advocate for, for, starting at the beginning of the year, right? Like I really feel like you don't need to wait till Monday. You don't need to wait till January 1st. You don't need to wait till the beginning of the month. Like you really can just start changing your habits and changing those things um, immediately. But I think at the beginning of the year, sometimes there is this like kind of refresh button, whether we realize it or not. And this is not going to be an episode about your resolutions or anything like that. This is just going to be an episode of if you are moving into this year, wishing that you would have started getting your financial shit together last year or the years before that, I want to give you the kick in the ass that you need to start now. Okay, so this episode is going to give you the, okay, Misty, well, where the fuck do I start, right? So, okay, so beginning of January, this is the perfect time to press that reset button and just decide that it's time to make a change. Now, if you know in your heart 
that you need to change your relationship with money, then you are listening to this for a reason, right? The thing is, is once your financial stress is lifted from your shoulders, think of how much lighter you are going to feel, right? Every single decision that we make, almost everything we do in our life has some underlying money relationship attached to it, whether we realize it or not. Think of all the things that you are currently stressed about or worried about. Would having financial freedom and not having to worry about money help you in that area? Now, not everything, right? But a lot of things, I would say 75% of the things, money would help relieve that stress. So this is your time. This is your time to go, you know what? I'm sick of my own shit. I'm ready to make a change. The thing is, is when we are in that financial stress cycle, I want you to realize what it is that you are feeling. You're feeling stressed out because there's not enough money for X, Y, and Z. You're feeling like the world is constantly just throwing more bills at you, throwing more situations at you where you're, you're needing to put out money, right? But what you're not focusing on is what can be done to make the situation feel lighter. And that is where I want you to start. I want you to start thinking about what can be done differently within your financial situation to make your finance finances feel easier or feel lighter. So this can look like a lot of different things. So this can look like assessing your situation. This is always the first step that I recommend anyone doing. Now, assessing your situation is not a budget. You are not sitting down and creating a budget yet. You are looking at where your money has been going. So you are going to be looking back in your past. I always recommend about three months back. And you are going to look at all of your transactions. You're going to look at your credit card statements. You're going to look at your bank account statements. If you track your cash, which a lot of you probably do not, you're going to start. So I want you to look back and look at where your money is going. Categorize that shit. Like, How much is going towards necessities, like your mortgage, your gas in your car, your um, utility bills? How much is going towards non-necessities? How much is going towards Target trips? How much is going towards Starbucks? Like, this is not telling you that you have to that you have to stop spending your money on these things. This is just for your information to see how much money you are spending on these particular um, categories. Because we, so many of us are unintentionally swiping our card. We're unintentionally getting things on Amazon or um, you know, walking through Target and just grabbing stuff. And we don't realize how much money that can add up to in the end. And a lot of times it's stuff that we don't truly care about. It's just out of habit we're buying it or it's something that might make us feel good for like a second, but then you know, two days goes by and we like forget that we even got it. So sitting down and assessing your situation. See, write down how much debt do you actually have? My buy by debt calculator is an amazing tool for this because not only is it going to show you how much debt that you have, it's going to show you how much you're paying in interest. It's also going to show you what 
it could look like if you were paying extra on certain things and when it was going to be paid off. So this calculator is an amazing, amazing way to assess your debt situation and also play around with your numbers to see how quickly you could get it paid off if you were able to put more towards your debt. So Assessing your situation, figuring out how much debt you have, figuring out how much um, you have to paying it off and when paying it off, you know, could happen. Like sitting down and creating your plan is going to go a long way. And it just kind of back to like a little story. Like I remember that my aha moment was when I sat down and created my debt payoff plan because I saw what was possible. I could see the end date. A lot of times we have this big number or this amount that we just feel like is never going to get paid off. So we're like, why even try, you know, to put so much towards it when it's just always going to be there. But but really, like it doesn't have to always be there. And when you see the end date, you're heavily motivated to get started and you're heavily motivated to pay it off. When I felt impatient or I wanted to give up, I would always look at that plan again and reminded myself of the possibilities. So sitting down and assessing your situation isn't necessarily creating a spending plan. We're actually going to get into that into a, in another episode, but it is going to show you what is happening, the habits that you have. So when you're doing this assessment, I want you to truly, truly ask yourself, what am I noticing? What habits do I have that I didn't even realize I had? So maybe a habit of every time I go into Target, I'm, you know, grabbing a coffee. Maybe there's this habit of every time, and I'm just going to use Target as an example because I'm on a roll. Every time I go to Target, I'm passing by the little dollar, $5 section, um, and I'm grabbing, you know, $30 worth of things thinking that they're inexpensive, but they always add up, right? Like just little tiny things like that. And again, I'm not saying that you have to cut these things out. This is a misconception every time I talk about assessing the situation. People automatically think that if they acknowledge it, that they are going to have to cut it out. And that is not the case. What I want you to do is I want you to truly think about why you are spending that money. I want you to truly think about what is the purpose? Is it because you feel sad and it's making you happy? Are you going on Amazon and buying stuff because you're bored and you don't know what else to do with your hands? Like a lot of times we are spending to fill a void that we don't even realize that we have. And it can be fixed as simply as thinking about why you are about to spend the money you are about to spend and choosing to do something different. A perfect example here is um, scrolling and purchasing. So that is something that I struggle with when I have downtime or when I'm bored. I will start scrolling, I will see things I want to buy, and I will buy them. (laughs) Next thing you know, I'm like, what did I even get? Like you come home and there's all these boxes on the front porch and you don't even remember what you got. So recently I was like, you know what? I need a hobby. So I started teaching myself how to crochet. 
yes, I am turning into a old lady and I'm okay with that, friend. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to worry about me. But what it's doing is it puts me in almost like a meditative state and my hands are busy. So now anytime I am quote unquote bored, I can walk over, start crocheting, and I'm not picking up my phone and buying things unintentionally. So this is now a habit that I have switched, an environment that I have switched that is actually saving me money. So as you're assessing your situation, that is what I want you to look for. I want you to look for the habits. I want you to look for the things that you are unintentionally doing. And I want you to see how much those habits and unintentionally unintentional actions are costing you. Because friend, $27.40 a day is $10,000 a year. Now, think about that. How easy is it to spend $27.40 a day? So easy. So you possibly have $10,000 just flying out of your wallets, out of your bank accounts a year without even realizing it. So sitting down and assessing your situation is going to be the key thing to really show you what is going on. The second thing that I want you to think about is kind of the emotional side of your finances. So here's... (laughs) When it comes to assessing the situation, I giggle because what I'm about to say is kind of a bit of a trigger, and it's, it, I don't even know if I want to use that word, but it's, it's something that, here's the deal, ladies especially, we can justify anything. We can sit down and we can assess our situation and we can go, oh yeah, $1,000 a month at Target. Well, that makes my home pretty and that blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know, we can justify anything. What is it? Girl math is what we're calling it now, which don't even get me started on that trend, but that's a whole different topic. Um, You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself about where your money is going and is it going towards the future that you want to have or is it going to the emotions that you are having in the moment? The only person that can be honest with you about this is you. So when you sit down and assess your situation and you sit down and you are like, I'm ready to get my financial shit together, if you are not honest with yourself about what is happening and the habits that you have, you are not going to succeed. So I talk a shit ton about personal growth on this podcast, okay? If you are listening to this, you are into personal growth guaranteed, right? The number one aspect of personal growth is self-reflection. You got to do it with your money. You have to. I don't know how many times I've had to look in the mirror and go, Misty, knock it off. You're spending, you're justifying, you're doing all these things, and you're setting yourself back. You have to do the same. So when you're sitting down, you've assessed your situation, you've got, you're going to have some feelings. You're either going to feel excited because you actually make away more than you thought, but it's going towards different places that you're like, oh, easy, can fix that. Or you're going to feel shame. You're going to be mad at yourself. You're going to start judging yourself for the decisions that you are making. I want you to write all these feelings down. I want you to use them as fuel to continue your financial freedom journey. Because if you're having the negative feelings, I want you 
to look at that and go, I never want to feel this way again and use that as fuel. If you're having the positive feelings, oh my gosh, I actually make way more money than I thought. I'm just putting it in the wrong places. Awesome. Let's change our action steps. The thing about getting your financial shit together, it and, and I know that some people hate the, oh, it's mindset, it's mindset. It is fucking mindset. <laughs> you have to change your mind and your actions around your current things that you are doing. Really starting this year off quite uh, fiery, you think? Um, I just truly want you to understand how much getting your financial shit together can change your life. I really do. And this is going to be your first step, is looking in the mirror and actually seeing what the fuck is going on with your money. Because avoiding it isn't getting you anywhere. Avoiding it is going to keep you exactly where you currently are. It's going to keep you exactly how you felt in 2023. Is going to continue in 2024 if you don't start paying attention. And the beautiful thing about this, the pretty, the, the prettiest part, yes, actually the prettiest part is you're going to start feeling in control way sooner than you think once you start putting these things into action. Because when you're not paying attention, then like it's like shame. I don't know if you're a Brene Brown fan. Highly recommend her if you're not. She talks a lot about shame and she talks about how the moment that you bring attention to your shame, it starts to fade away. The same thing happens with your finances. So I want you to pay attention to how you feel when you're assessing your situation, okay? Super, super important. Like I said, write it out. Really dive deep into why you are spending the money in those places and decide if you still want to spend the money in those places moving forward. Sometimes you're going to say, yeah, hell yeah, worth every penny. And sometimes you're not. Those negative feelings, write that shit down. Figure out how you can adjust when it comes to your action spending you know, action steps. Um, the third thing I want you to do once you've kind of figured this out is I want you to dive deeper into your past. What money stories did you see? How did your parents or your guardians that raised you handle money? Did they not talk about it at all? Was it this big mystery? Was it every time they talked about it, they were arguing? So money gives you that fearful, stressful feeling. Um, is it... Uh, you know, you had a parent who overspent um, and never had money for important stuff. Did you have a parent that was super scarcity and like, you know, counted their quarters to get gas to go to work? Um, what did you see growing up and how does it affect you now? So when you really look at that and you go, wait, this is exactly like I get very, very anxious sitting down at the table to look at my bills because I remember every time my mom sat at the table to look at the bills, she would be in a bad mood because she would be stressed out. So your body holds on to that shit. All the stuff that you saw growing up, your body still feels it. And when something happens within your life that your body thinks is very similar to something happened in your childhood, you're going to get that anxious feeling. You're going to get that heart racing. You're going to get that stress. You're going to want to shut off if that is your thing. You're going to want to get angry if that is your thing. So I want you to pinpoint what it is that 
um, you took away from your childhood when it comes to money. This can also be, and this is very interesting and something I've really noticed in the past year, what kind of movies did you watch? What kind of music did you listen to? Like all of this actually makes a difference as well. I was thinking about, I grew up listening to country music when I was really young and country music has this very scarcity underlying message when it comes to money, rich people, all of that. Like it has this underlying like small town, don't need a lot, rich is bad, um, you know, connotation, right? And then as I got older, I started listening to more rap. That's very different. That's much more abundant. That's much more, I came from nothing and look what I've created. And it actually like, it integrates into your beliefs around money, whether you realize it or not. The shows that you watched growing up, I watched, um, married with children, right? That was like very much like a scarcity struggle family, a bit of a hot mess, but they were funny. (laughs) So all of this stuff plays into how you think about money. Great example. Recently, I went to Italy. I went to Rome and I thought that it was going to be like New York City prices, so expensive, like big city in Italy, because all the movies I ever watched, it was like the rich people were going to Rome and like they were on their private jets going to Rome. Like, let me tell you what, Rome was so inexpensive. It was cheaper than where I live here in Virginia Beach, like everything, like significantly cheaper. And it's crazy to me that growing up, all of the stories that I had in my head about this city and how expensive this city was going to be was bullshit. So I want you to look back in the past and I want you to figure out why it is that you feel the way that you do about money. And what can you let go of? Because you're holding on to stories that are not yours. You're holding on to other people's projections and perceptions. You got to let it go. So this is going to be your step one. So like I said, it's the beginning of the month or the beginning of the year and month. And it's time to make a change. So I want you to take the next week before you listen to part two. And I want you to take this message and roll with it. So go ahead, sit down, assess your situation, see how much debt you have, grab the buy-by debt calculator if it's going to be helpful. I'll put it in the show links. Show link, it's $37 if you use the link in the podcast. Um, So it'll save you about 10 bucks. And you have that forever. I want you to figure out your spending triggers and, you know, how you're feeling emotionally when you are spending. I want you to figure out the stories that you grew up with and how they're affecting you now. I hope this was helpful. Let's make 2024 different, friend. Promise me. Let's make it different. I'll talk to you on the next one. Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you on the next one.